From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, wherever you may be. Pastor Mike Douglas here. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Great to have all of you with us, wherever you are in the world, even in places we can't pronounce. Great to to have you uh, with us. And uh, friends, we just want to remind you that new opportunities to serve are posted uh, several times daily on our website. You can go to vibrantcommunities.org. That's vibrantcommunities.org. Click on the little red flashy thing icon, and it will take you right to our daily update page where Elaine has new opportunities for you to serve. Again, you're listening to Lighthouse Live. Of course, our producer and uh, co-host, Elaine Harlan, and our faithful prayer intercessor, the inimitable Mr. Owl, Al Ramsey, uh, with us as well. And uh, this is going to be kind of a new thing for we We've never kind of quite done this, but it's movie night. It's movie kind night. Kind of here at Lighthouse Live. There's... Popcorn, and, yeah. and if you reach, you know, in inside your radio or uh, through your computer, you can just pick up some of that popcorn there, and we uh, we'll be ready to go. Happy to, <laughs> to share it. Well, uh, before we uh, get into uh, tonight's uh, exciting story, and really, this is this is really going to be a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. I think a great tool in God's hands. Before we uh, take a look at that, let's check in with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with news about some more real-life Jesus freaks. In an attack reported in the Washington Post, thousands of radical Muslims set fire to more than 50 houses and a church in Gotra Village, Pakistan. Eight Christian men, women, and children were killed, but at first the government declined to investigate. In peaceful protest, demonstrators refused to bury the dead. They placed seven particle board coffins containing the charred remains of seven victims on railroad tracks in the town, then stood vigil. The standoff ended when Pakistani officials finally consented to file a complaint against key Muslim clerics and security officers. At last report, no arrests have been made. For updates, go online to persecution.com. You know, friends, we talk about this a lot, and just a reminder, you know, God has given us a great open door uh, here in the uh, 21st century, and and we need to walk through it, and quickly and effectively. That door could close any time, and other places in the world where churches are burned and stories like this come to the fore, and and yet uh, we have it uh, fairly easy. And unfortunately, sometimes in our easiness, we fail to... Uh, take the opportunities that God has given us to get out into our community and uh, shine the light of truth. So just a reminder that uh, time is urgent, and uh, we need to get out there. Can we hit 
it, it's time for Mike's pet peeve. Okay. Are we ready? Let's for, hit it. Pet peeve for the week. <laughs> All right. All right. You know, I do a lot of funerals, mm-hmm. right? And I just did one not long ago. The woman is 90 years old. 90 years old. A lot of life experience. Long there. life, yes. Talk to her children, adult children, could not give me one story about her life. That is so not insane. one story. And, you know, for, I mean, the problem I'm going to have, I talk to my kids, I say, you know, make up something. But, uh, they don't have to. They, well, that's the problem is I'm, I'm afraid what my kids will say. You know, but friends, I mean, how can you live 90 years and your children's can't, you know, what, what kind of character traits did she have that you think are important? Well, um, I, I don't know. She, uh, um, uh, she, she knitted, she croqueted, you know, something like that. I, I that's almost a century. It, it, it's almost a century of living and it, it, you know, the, there's that old poem about the dash, you know, between two dates and how God gives us, uh, time to, um, to, uh, do, make that dash count. And, uh, I just, uh, I just find it absolutely incredible that, you know, children can't think of character traits and stories about their parents' lives. You know, I know we get kind of disconnected in today's culture, but it's such a tragedy. You know, we can't think of, of a story. And, um, again, I'm afraid of the ones my children will tell. Well, but you're, you're uh, And so that, that ends Pastor Mike's pet peeve of the week. And uh, now I feel much better I'm glad having got gotten that, that off, off my your, chest. Yes. And uh, now we can move on to more important things. But that, you did so. have an opportunity to attend a funeral that was very, very honoring over the last several days as well. Yeah, yes. absolutely. You know, by contrast, a yes. 55-year-old police officer that I used to uh, work with many, many years ago and uh, killed in a, a head-on collision while he was riding his, his motorcycle. And what uh, what a great opportunity God provided uh, in Southern California to to take the truth to a bunch of cops who needed it, Absolutely. you know, uh, who who were searching for answers and and comfort. And you know, God, I haven't I haven't seen that man for twenty five years. God opened that door in in a fluke, which wasn't a fluke. He made the connection. He orchestrated all. But that. I'll tell you, what a blessing to go down there and talk to people that just needed God's comfort. And mm-hmm. you know, at a time when they're wide open. And so I think that you know, it comes back to our earlier comments. Man, when God opens those doors. Mm-hmm. We have to walk through them and, and, and be ready to go. And you heard several hours of good stories at Absolutely. that service. So, yes, indeed. Well, let's move on now to some opportunities for you to serve because there are some. El Concilio Community Center Binational Health Fair will be held on Sunday, October 4th, between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. at the Hanshaw Middle School. That's a Modesto. This community health fair will provide free services to the public, including medical, dental, Diabetes screening, mammograms, mental health education, community resources, uh, health workshops, activities, fun, and lots of prizes. Volunteers, that's where we step up to the plate, ages 16 years and older, are needed to help out with the event to help set up and clean up registration, directing patients, child care, refreshments, and most especially needed are Spanish-English interpreters. 
to assist the physicians with patient contact. Medical, dental, and uh, vision professionals are also needed to uh, provide medical services. Volunteer shifts are available between 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. El Concilio, serving the Latino population, aims to create self-sufficiency through counseling, referrals, education, and information. I just happen to have a beautiful full-size color, not that our listeners can see it at all. But we'll hold it closer to the, the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> those around the, table can there we go. <laughs> around the table can see it. Anyway, if you have any uh, questions on this, feel free to call me here uh, at the ABC office, too, because I can pass along some more information to you as well. The Center for Human Services, the Hutton House, the Hutton House Shelter Site Homeless Youth in Crisis needs adult volunteer uh, vol- adult volunteers uh, to uh, for answer speech for speech counseling. Oh, yeah. That's what Elaine needs uh, to answer the crisis line. Complete intake, file information, uh, lead recreational activities, tutor youth, co-facilitate groups with group leaders, uh, and participate in other activities to provide support to youth families. Volunteers must attend. 18 hours of initial program training and CPR, first aid training, pass FBI fingerprint and criminal background Well, I guess that lets me out right there. And Mr. Al, too. Physical uh, clearance, TB skin test, (laughs) and child abuse index clearance. This this is serious stuff. And commit to volunteering four hours per week for a minimum of one-year training will be held Monday and Tuesday evenings, October 5th through the 20th, uh, between 5 and 8 p.m. Uh, you know, Valerie does a great job. Yeah, that is with, such a wonderful asset so to the community. Just uh, commend yeah, her absolutely. for that, you bet. The Stanislaw County Health Services Agency uh, getting geared up to provide health services to seniors at the annual Public Health Services Senior Flu Clinics. Uh, volunteers needed to greet the public in a courteous manner. Uh, distribute flu <laughs> flu shot information as opposed to what Mr. Al assist staff with registration, prepare receipts, and direct the public to flu clinic nurses. Uh, volunteers should be at least 18 years old, be friendly with uh, great communication skills, responsible, and may need to stand for long periods. Uh, licensed registered nurses are also needed to administer flu vaccine, uh, to fill syringes, take medical history, uh, provide health education, and make patients feel at ease, of course. Volunteers must have a current RN license, knowledge of all infection control, and confidentiality policies, have good communication skills, once again, physical mobility, and should uh, enjoy working with a diverse population. Uh, All those relational things come into play here. Flu clinics are open September 21st, starting today through November 16th at various times and locations. Flexible scheduling is available and training is provided for you. ever had a flu shot? Uh, I have. It's been some time ago, but, you know, they don't don't really agree with me. I'm one of those people that I get them, and I get kind of weird, you know. I just kind of, I don't know. Have you? No. No. I'm just a weird naturalist. Well, okay. I don't need the flu shot. <laughs> Moving right along here. Um, the HSA is a network of outpatient medical programs and services providing health care information and support to the community. And you know Dr. John Walker mm. and Julie Falkenstein uh, from HSA will be joining us next yeah, week. And we are looking forward to it. It'll be a great H1 program. H1N1 yeah, uh, is uh, very with us, as we all know, and uh, that will be a, a great time to be here. He's going to give one just especially for you, Mr. Al. Yeah, he's got, so got your name on it, Al. We're going to stand in line and help him hold you down and all that good stuff. You know? You know, blood, I'm out of here. Just I'll like pass the out. Army. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Back to the AVC Opportunities to Serve uh, on October 3rd. It's a Saturday, and if you would like to join with others to plant some trees, there are about 114 of them and about seven varieties, we're told. Uh, start time is 8 a.m., 100 volunteers needed, and about 114 trees. That goes pretty fast. Uh, bring your own shovel, gloves, and a bottle of, bottle of water, and you can call 209 341 3986 to let the team know you're in. Uh, the Stanislaw Shade Tree Partnership, a collaboration between the Greater Modesto Tree Foundation, Modesto Irrigation District, uh, Stanislaw County Sheriff Department, Paradise Weed and Seed, and other community organizations. This is going to be a great thing. I would just encourage you to, to do that. You know, and if, if you're familiar with some of the county islands in, in the area, they desperately need trees. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, this is a major blessing to the uh, neighborhood. So we encourage you to... Uh, not just stand by and root them on, but uh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, must be the Diet Coke in front of me today. Is just take that away from <laughs> <laughs> I know it's good, Andy. The doctor is leaving the building. <laughs> the doctor's oh. in the house. All right. Um, some other household items are needed, and you can check this out on our website as well. And I think uh, Pastor Mike mentioned the website. We'll do that once again here in just a moment. Household items needed, beds. Uh, all sizes, <clears throat> excuse me, washing machines uh, want to stress those that work in good mm. working uh, condition. And dressers, uh, we have a need for mechanics and repair persons. Uh, that is, if that's your thing and if you like to tinker, and is tinker a word? Tinker, yeah, fix absolutely. things. Uh, then we want, to <laughs> we want to, uh, you to give us a call because, uh, you know, you can be gifted in all sorts of different ways to um, – to volunteer and to serve your community. And whether it's planting trees, uh, visiting the elderly and um, nursing uh, care facilities, we just had a volunteer call today. Pastor Mike took the call. She wants to go visit um, senior people in, in, its, in, you know, in the, the nursing uh, facilities, she and her son. What a wonderful, loving thing to do. What a way to love your neighbor. You know, and I, I loved her, her attitude and question oh. about it. Can I bring my son? I said, well, I want you to bring your son. She says, well, I thought, you know, it might help train him. For I said, absolutely. I mean, that's the whole thing. We need to be modeling this. We need our family members to join Amen. us. And, and uh, so, yeah, we just even as you're out there planting trees, you know, bring your little ones along. Just don't plant them, you know, under the tree. Just, you know, be careful about that. But, you know, bring them along and give them the experience because it is wonderful. As we were out there with the uh, airport neighborhood cleanup uh, two weeks ago, family members out there all working hard together, you know, to bless the neighborhood in the name of the Lord. And that's a great way to train up the child in the way he or she should go. It is about, it's more about the trees and, and the alleyways and the graffiti and and, and all of those things is about relating with people and about sharing the love mm. and the light of Jesus Christ. And, and you'll find that when you do this, you become the person that's more blessed than the people that you're serving. And we hear this time and time again. So if you have any questions about uh, the items that we talked about, El Concilio and, and the Hutton House and, and uh, 
um, the, the uh, Stanislaw County Health Service Agencies. You can call Barbara Borba. She's at the Volunteer Center of the United Way, and Barbara loves to take your calls. She's at 209-524-1307, extension 113, or you can email her. She's at bborba at uwaystan.org. And any of these other items, planting trees and donating household items and volunteering here with us at Advancing Vibrant Communities, call us at 209-544-9571. We love to hear from you. And, uh, you know, I don't know if we have uh, been this excited leading up to uh, a show before. I mean, we certainly have exciting guests, and we're excited about all of them, but truly, uh, we have been looking forward to uh, our guest tonight, and I know that we're expecting uh, one more to join us, and I think he may have just pulled into the parking lot. I'm not sure. But we have in the studio, back for more torture and abuse, I don't know if we could say that, Dr. Andrew Fletcher. We affectionately call him Andy. Some people call him Fletch. I know I heard Eric calling him that before. But uh, i got to tell you, uh, and I call this our next guest, Eric K. <laughs> Kelgard. Okay, Kelgard, right. did I get it right? Can I just say Kelgard, yeah. Kelgard, all right. Eric Kelgard. 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 That is such a Got cool it. name. Kelgard. Uh, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say Kelgard. Did I say it right, Eric? <laughs> you said it right. I said it right. All right. All of our all radio right. audience now. Say it all together. One time. One, Kel- two, three. Kelgard. Kelgard. All, right. all right. There we go. All right. Eric K., we're so glad. <laughs> we are so glad. I should you're run with for us. office. <laughs> And then uh, Dr. John Beach will be with us uh, shortly. And and John is a chiropractor in Turlock. And, and Andy, you want to say where you practice dentistry? Modesto. Modesto, Modesto. California. A couple blocks away. Well, cool. And uh, treat your patients well, and you, you treat all of us here well, too. Helping You're, Sodesto smile since 1995. You supply the world with toothbrushes, too. i got to say that. And uh, we are here tonight. We are excited because we not only have a movie, but we have popcorn, and we just have all kinds of great things. Thank you, guys, for joining us tonight and for bringing us a movie that's going to be released very soon. And we even have a preview of it tonight here on Lighthouse Live, so to speak, a a soundbite from the movie to share with our listeners to get them pumped up and excited. Go ahead and say the name of the movie. Go ahead and say it. Oh, well, thanks for having us, but uh, the movie is The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry. Wow, The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry. And this is not just any movie. No. This is a special movie. Tell us about it. Well, uh, the movie itself um, is how I like to present it, a pure gospel movie. The viewer is going to get to see the gospel message, uh, not just spoken but lived out in the life of the man who it's titled after, Jonathan Sperry. Uh, it's a great film, family film, for uh, all ages. It stars uh, Gavin McLeod as Jonathan Sperry. You might remember him from Captain Steubing on the Love Boat, uh, or you may rem- remember him as Murray on the Mary Tyler Moore Show. He, uh, he wrote the news for the bumbling Ted Baxter, but he's a <laughs> great actor who has uh, come to faith in Christ. And uh, just reading his testimony, uh, his this movie has been uh, one of his crowning uh, achievements for uh, his life. But the movie is about a, a, a gentleman who I'm not going to give too many secrets away because I want people to come see it. Mm-hmm. Lots of secrets. <clears throat> yeah, the secrets of Jonathan Sperry. But it's about a man who uh, invests his life in others. I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the encouragement uh, for all of us is to do the same, to invest your life in others. 
But at the at the same time, he uh, does not just invest himself, but he takes people to the Lord. Wow. So, How did you guys come across the movie, Eric? Well, the gentleman sitting right next to me, Andy, brought it to my attention. He uh, keeps his eyes peeled out on the Internet for great things and uh, saw uh, this movie appearing under some Christian movies that would be coming out soon and caught his eye, and he wanted to share it uh, with me and one of our other friends, uh, Dr. John Beach, and said, hey, you guys interested in getting on board uh, with supporting this, uh, trying to bring it to our community because it wasn't just going to come here on its own, excuse me, on its own, and uh, said, yeah. We took a look at it and said, this is something that is really great would be really great for uh, Modesto and Greater Modesto, and uh, I want to help get this here so everybody can watch it. There's a story to tell, and Jonathan tells it very well. Yeah, just to intervene, one thing I I just want to make a plug for, because I think it's kind of fun the way the world keeps getting smaller. Um, I happened to catch it on Facebook, which uh, is I'm just beginning to realize is just another way in which the world gets smaller and Mm. we're able to reach more people. Uh, from sitting at a computer desk. And it just popped up on my screen one day as something someone else liked. And they thought I might like it too. Mm. So, uh, you know, one step after another, something as silly as a social networking site like Facebook or Twitter suddenly brings um, this movie that I hadn't heard anything about, right, to to our eyes and now to our town. God can even use Facebook. <laughs> he can. You know, for his purposes. He can. Also starring a, a great actor, Robert Guillaume. Yes. Yeah. Many of us uh, who were around at that time remember him in, in Benson. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, the last time I saw him perform, he actually had the lead in The Phantom of the Opera in Los Angeles. And I didn't know that man could sing, but has he got pipes. Wow. I mean, yeah. Just a multi-talent. Suffered a stroke uh, several years ago. And uh, just brings another uh, uh, awesome bit of talent to this uh, production. Now you have a, a great Christian movie that has the gospel. This one very clearly presented throughout it, but using mainstream Hollywood actors. All all the actors in here they're not Wonderful, yes. they're not um, you know shabby. They're not poor actors, but they're uh, it's top quality yeah, talent. It, it is, and uh, that's that was one of the reasons why it caught our attention. I mean, I'm not going to speak for Eric or for John, but we we love film. We love movies, mm-hmm. and uh, I love when something is done well. Yes. And even before we got on board, we asked to see it, and once we saw it, we thought, well, this, this was done Have really you, well. Have you seen the whole movie? We actually, yeah, we previewed it. Awesome. And uh, again, just, just it's a great story. So mm. I, I, I'm not going to give too much. I know we have some sound bites. But and I'm yes, gonna... we do. And, and this is going to appeal to audiences across the board because it has something for our young our young audience, and yep. something for the older audience as well. And it's our prayer that people will turn out to see this, that Christians will go in droves, and and, and, not, and, not, and, and pre-Christians as well. I refer to them as pre-Christians, people that <laughs> will come to the Lord. And so it's our prayer that people will just turn out to the movies. And I see that it opens up October 2nd. It does, October 2nd at the Brendan Theater downtown. And uh, it's playing multiple times every day. Uh, there, you can go online and pre-purchase tickets right now. Actually, oh wow! For the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday shows. Uh, again, I think the first show is at eleven fifty each day. The last show, I think, be- begins about nine. But uh, if you go online, 
uh, you can pre-purchase tickets, which I really encourage people to do so that we can come out. And again, I don't think it's necessarily just about saying, I want to go throw my money at a Christian film just because it's Christian. This is a great story to see and to hear and to take your friends to. I mean, in church, if we're willing to encourage kids to go to an Awana program or if we want to encourage moms to get involved in mops or invite someone to a home group, what a what, what better way than others saying, hey, come to a theater, yes. which, which which is not offensive at all. People of all ages go to theaters. Come to a theater, see a movie with me. That's a great story. And I think people will walk away changed. As I was telling Fletch after the movie, when people watch this, I think that seniors who see this are going to feel in their heart they want to communicate mm. the gospel message to their grandchildren if their grandchildren don't know. And adults, I think, are going to be encouraged to go find other adults that they maybe have felt skittish or a little nervous about sharing God's word to them before. And children, I think, are just going to be so excited to say, hey, mm. I've got a place in the kingdom, too, where I can go share with my friends. And I don't have to feel nervous or awkward about it because I've seen them do it in the movie, and it's great. So it sounds like it relates to absolutely everybody across the board demographically. Yeah. I love that. Well, I think that uh, John has just joined us. Come on in, John. Dr. John Beach, welcome to Lighthouse Life. Come on in. We have your microphone all hot Johnny for you and ready lately. to go. <laughs> Johnny, come lately. <laughs> welcome, doctor. Thank you for joining us. We were just discussing uh, uh, the movie. And uh, i tell you what, I think we've given everybody a chance to grab their popcorn and something cold to drink. And what do you say we uh, check out the Let's listen bike? to it. All yeah, right. Absolutely. Let's, uh, let's listen and enjoy the movie together. From director Rich Cristiano comes an inspiring story about the bond of friendship and the power of faith. Secrets of Jonathan Sperry is about a 75-year-old man living in the year 1970 in a small town who starts talking to these three 12-year-old boys to motivate them and want to read the Bible and follow the Lord. He spends time with them and he impacts their lives and changes them forever. Yeah, looks like you've done a real good job here, young man. Mrs. Farley will be very happy. Oh, thank you. I've seen you in our church many times, haven't I? Uh, yeah, you're, um, you're Mr. Sperry, right? That's right, Jonathan Sperry. <laughs> I'm very proud of Gavin playing this role. First of all, he gives it instant credibility. When we were writing the script, we had Gavin in mind for every line, and in my mind, nobody but Gavin McLeod could be Jonathan Sperry. Everything in the Bible is there to make our lives better. Now, the Bible says not to steal. Do you want anyone stealing from you, Mark? No. Well, I guess that's a pretty good thing, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it is. And the Bible says not to lie. Do you want anyone lying to you, Albert? No. Well, I guess that's a pretty good thing, too, isn't it? I've thought of it that way. <laughs> I hardly ever read my Bible. I'm not sure where my Bible is. Me neither. You know, I've been making films since 1957. That's more than half a century. And I've worked with some of the biggest stars in the history of show business. But being Jonathan Sperry is the most rewarding experience I've ever had. I only wish I could be like that man. 
I think he's an example of what a true, mature Christian is in this movie. And uh, hopefully he'll be a positive influence. The boys in this movie are excellent. Jansen Penetier, who plays Dustin, he's really the lead of the movie. I think I'm going to ask Tanya out on a date. I'm thinking about it. You ever asked a girl out before? No. You? No. You, Albert? No. What are you going to ask her out to? I don't know. Walk her home from the diner or invite her to my house. Robert Guillaume is wonderful in this movie. He really is. And I think the audience is really going to like him. You're trying to make me feel guilty for not paying you. No, sir. I just wanted to stop by and say hi. And who's the one having you mow my lawn? I had fun mowing it. I'm going to find out who it is. Do you know who Jesus is, Mr. Barnes? What kind of a question is that? just want to make sure you go to heaven when you die. Well, you don't worry about me. I wanted to make a film that would first please the Lord. And that uh, moviegoers would watch this movie and it would inspire them. It would motivate them to want to live for Christ. This movie has truth in it. And you want to touch their hearts. So when Christians see this film, I hope they're inspired to follow the Lord. And when non-believers see it, I hope they give their life to the Lord. The secrets of Jonathan Sperry. What he teaches them will last forever. Wow. <laughs> and we're back with you on White House Live. And that was uh, the... Uh, the promo clip there uh, from The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry. I want to go see it. I don't, how about you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting? We, as a Christian community, have, have so vilified uh, Hollywood, and, and sometimes for good reason over the years. But there really are a lot of believers who, who God has planted in fairly influential uh, positions in Hollywood today. There's a, a ministry called the Hollywood Tribe. That is, uh, that is working very heavily now to uh, train uh, believers uh, early on to, uh, to be script writers and producers and uh, associate producers. There is a major movement in Hollywood to get believers into positions of, of authority to influence the media that we see. And I think, you know, this is something that is uh, just absolutely a, a God connection. I thought it was very interesting as, as we listened early on. The producer was talking about the fact that they had Gavin McLeod in mind when they were writing the script. Mm. You know, and it doesn't that speak uh, tons about who this man has uh, has become and, of course, a, uh, a major name. And Doctor, welcome to Lighthouse yes. Live. You're just uh, able to come in. Talk to us a little bit about what attracted you to this uh, new movie coming out and, and why you're passionate about it. Well, actually, this was, uh, I think, Dr. Fletcher's impetus. He approached me with this um, Oh, I've been about uh, a month or so ago, and he just told me. I don't know if he's probably shared with you, but he's quite quite a movie buff himself. Uh, but <laughs> uh, we've been over his house many times to watch movies. But this one really uh, struck a chord with him, and he shared it with me. And uh, personally, um, you know, I've always been praying, you know, Lord, use me somehow. And when he told me about the movie, I just immediately said yes. And uh, once I saw it, I. I confirmed yes uh, we wanted to be part of of this movie and do what we could to get the word out uh, to share the gospel and so uh, that's how I, I came to to this movie with uh, with uh, dr. Fletcher and, and Eric uh, now what does it take to get it into I mean, people be listening all over the world to the broadcast but what does it take to get the movie into a theater near you 
Well, you just that was, wait for that was it, the question I asked. You know, I we we I put in a little uh, query to the uh, to the film site, the website, um, and if anybody's interested, it's sperrymovie.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can see clips there and see previews. But I put in a little query and said, hey, you know, I see that it's not coming to the Central Valley; it's coming to Sacramento, Dublin, Fresno. What does it take to bring it to oh, wow, the yeah. Stanislaw County area? Cool. And the answer was money. That's all it took. So. Uh, I talked to my wife and said, hey, would you be interested in uh, using uh, some of our money that we'll normally put out to giving to others uh, into this movie? And she she was on board. And then I did the next best thing, which I grabbed these two guys. <laughs> knowing that they would you know, follow me anywhere. So <laughs> uh, so we uh, we just teamed up. So all it is is we, we just had to invest in bringing it here. Now, the interesting thing is our intent was just to bring it here. If one person shows up, that was my intent. Mm. My intent was just a, it wasn't an investment in a business investment. It was just right. let's bring the movie here. Um, and so that's that's what it takes to get it here. So what we do is we book a week at a theater, and if it does well, the theater keeps it on. <coughs> so it's all about numbers. If people show up and Brendan says, well, that was successful, they'll keep it over another week. Mm-hmm. If people show up the second week, and it's successful again. They'll keep it over a third week. So with the idea that, you know, it's it's really the Lord's anyway. I mean, if he wants this to be a success nationwide, it will be. Uh, it opened this weekend nationwide. We're, we're on a delayed opening just because we got into it a little late and wanted to get our acts together. But it did really well this weekend. In a lot of theaters, it was number one movie wow. for, the, for the weekend. Yeah, That's wonderful. And uh, in, other, in other theaters, it wasn't. And it was all based on promotion. So getting the word out and getting churches and getting people to talk about it and invite their friends. Um, that's what it's all about. Well, look what Fireproof did. It yeah. did fantastic. Yep. There's um, on the website a couple interesting notes here. It says the movie was written by twins, Dave and Rich Cristiano. Rich also produced and directed they're part of a new breed of grassroots Christian filmmakers that include the Kendrick brothers, makers of the surprise box office his hit uh, Fireproof. Now, I love this statement. Instead of complaining to Hollywood about the films it produces, Rich Cristiano says it's time for Christians to put their money where their mouths are. Mm-hmm. Sperry has no big-name distributors, so Cristiano, who worked with McLeod on the uh, uh, 2002 film Time Changer, is marketing directly to churches a technique, a technique also adopted by the Kendrick brothers. Remember that you know we were at a, a conference in, uh, Boston. in in Boston with Mission America, mm-hmm. and the film was uh, debuted there, mm-hmm. and just had a you know a wonderful run throughout the nation. So, uh, again, I, one of you uh, uh, just mentioned a minute ago, um, this is not about saying, well, we'll show you, you know, we can do it too. It, it, it's really part getting get, getting beside God where He's working. And showing up and being part of, of a movement that he is creating. And I think, you know, the media is so inf- uh, influential, especially to our children, that, that we really have the obligation to make sure that uh, that this works and that people have the opportunity to see it and uh, for the message to uh, to get through. Again, if you're local here in the Modesto area, it'll be hitting the Brendan Theaters. That's right downtown. Uh, beginning October 2nd and uh, starts, what, at 11 o'clock in the morning and goes till, what, 9 o'clock at night, something like that. Again, The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry. Great title, too. 
Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of along the lines of, you know, uh, national treasure. You know, and the secret. <laughs> Doesn't that just you know, make you want to? Wow, know. we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. Uh, Do you want to know out. what the secret is? Do you want to tell us? Or You'll have to show up at the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known Andy was going to say something like that. You know, the last time you were with us, Andy, and you're back for more torture today, <laughs> um, you were sharing with us uh, that you have a, a special affection for the youth, and you do a lot of work. I know you and your wife are involved with the youth groups in, in your wonderful church, and we came to to know about your wonderful church through an absolute precious volunteer that we all knew and loved, Eric Davis, and uh, and, and Eric is now in the sweet arms of, of our Lord. And you were sharing with us about your, your love and, and your ministry with, with young people, and and doesn't that just go along with what you're doing here and the childlike faith that we must have as we share the gospel? And the children, they just get it, don't they? Yeah, they. Uh, I think uh, you guys agree with me. This, um, you know, we each have we each have teenagers right now. Um, John only has teenagers, mm-hmm. and Eric and I take it all the way down to the cradle right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but. In this movie, you'll see uh, an older gentleman who shares his love of the Lord and the gospel with some young people. Mm-hmm. And what you're—I'm not giving away too much—but what you'll see is the multiplication effect of that. Then what do they do? And I don't know who was saying it, but maybe Eric was saying that they're not—they'll uh, realize that it's not weird, it's not odd. They're seeing their own peers acting it out on the screen. Obviously, they're seeing their own peers sharing the gospel. And you'll just see that, uh, you get to visibly see that multiplication effect. What I hope happens in real life. I mean, I hope, I hope my passion for the Lord, my, my passion for that gospel to share with others that, that my kids pick up on it, the mm. kids of our church. Because if, if it ends with this generation, what good is that? You know, we're, I want to see the, the next generation pick up the gospel baton. Did any of your kids see the movie or? Yeah, mine have yeah. not yet. Yeah, yeah mine, mine have. M- matter of fact, we just, uh, the kids just saw it this past weekend, and I was curious to see the response. Yeah. And the movie was over, and they all turned and said, Dad, we've got to tell everybody about this. We've <laughs> got to share this movie. And so they're really touched by it. And like you said, they get it. They get it real simple. Um, so it was beautiful. Yeah. Elaine, I also cool. wanted yeah. to mention, um, and Andy's a, a very humble man, but as you were speaking to kind of his ministry, that he has in reaching out to the youth, a lot of what Andy does happens outside of the four walls of the church, yes, which yes. which you guys, I know, embrace at AVC. But kind of like Jonathan Sperry, you, what you'll find in the movie is he's not the elder at the church. He's not the deacon at the church. He doesn't have a youth group ministry at the church. He's not in charge of anything at the church. All of the men, ministry happens in his home, and in the neighborhood. Wow. Amen. And I think yes. that's an encouragement to all of us. And as Gavin was saying in that promo piece, for the Christians that are going to see it, that are going to see this movie, we can be re-energized to remember mm. our first love, mm. our calling, that which God has desired for us. And sometimes we just need a kick to say, hey, remember, don't forget about this. This is important. Mm. I know you're all caught up in your life, and you think your life's really important, but hey, don't forget about the gospel. And Fletch is out there doing it. 
And we wanted to bring a movie that would help encourage other people to go out there and do that as well. You know, there's a wonderful story here, uh, Gavin McLeod charts his religious conversion back to September 15, 1984, seven years into the popular TV series Love Boat. His mother had a serious medical condition and was scheduled for surgery. And that morning he woke up and prayed to Jesus to give my mother more time. Now, unknown to Gavin, his then ex-wife Patty, who we hadn't seen in two years, had gotten involved in a Christian women's prayer group. She'd been praying that her husband would come back to her. Right after McLeod said the prayer to save his mother, he called Patty and asked, Can we see each other? The two repaired their relationship and were remarried in 1985. And Gavin's mother lived several more years. Wow. Oh, is that powerful or what? Is that not powerful? <laughs> that truly yeah. is. Wow. Well, tonight, the gospel uh, in a movie, The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry. And, you know, when I, I think of uh, the gospel in a song, Brian Littrell's uh, In Christ Alone comes to mind. Let's listen, and we'll be back with more on Lighthouse Live.
Central and Christ Alone on Lighthouse Live with Pastor Mike, Elaine, and our very special guest tonight on Lighthouse Live who brought us the secrets of Jonathan Sperry. And you know, that, that wraps it up in, in Christ Alone and, and in the movie too. You're going to see the gospel and hear the gospel as it's portrayed in the characters as they share it with the young people and the older people alike. And uh, how inspiring is that? And we thank Andy and, and Dr. John and Eric for being with us tonight. And uh, you have a special showing of the film once again tomorrow. And, and Andy, do you want to share that with uh, with us? Yeah, and in our effort to get the, uh, the movie out into the churches, we have... Um opted to do a free preview for pastors, youth pastors, uh, pastoral staff. Um, and so what we're, what we're doing is tomorrow evening, that's the 22nd, 7 p.m., uh, actually we're going to have a private showing at uh, John's house. And he says... Dr. John? Dr. John's going to have With us popcorn, tonight? What? popcorn, chips. Not our popcorn because there won't be any left. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to do a private showing, though, for anyone that's interested that's, uh, that you know fits in those categories. Uh, so what we're asking to do is just uh, contact Elaine uh, here at ABC, and she'll give you the details and location as to where we're going to be. All right. Very good. I can see people flying in from Timbuktu to your house uh, tomorrow. John, and that's okay with you. (laughs) By the way, friends, uh, if you'd like more information on uh, the secrets of Jonathan Sperry, the website is sperrymovie.com. That's S-P-E-R-R-Y, sperrymovie.com. You know, we all have secrets in our life. We all we all want to know the secrets or the, you know, let's call it the testimony. What what really? How did God touch down in your life, Eric? What brought you to this point where you just have a a passion and a desire to do what you're doing right now? I think God just gave it to me. Hmm. I think that uh, you know we we can spend a lot of our time inwardly focused. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's appropriate. Sometimes our families go through seasons where we say, hey, we've just got to hunker down and focus on uh, our marriage. We've got to focus on our kids. We've got to focus on something. And then other times I think we need to say it's time to give back. Mm-hmm. He's given us so much. We can't just sit here and do nothing. It's time to give back. And uh, that's what uh, my wife and I and our family want to do is give back. You know, Eric so knew that. And his lovely wife, wife Heather, uh, he, he, he really got that. And uh, I remember the first time that Eric contacted us here at ABC. In fact, the, the last day that he drew breath, Eric was serving. He was giving people rides to their medical appointments and, and, and that. And that's when we became in contact with, with your wonderful church there in the series. And, you know, it's, it's connecting. It's making, the, of course, God makes the connections. But if we show up, and suit up, and if we are willing to do what he's called us to do, and he's so relational. It's about those relationships that that we make out there in the community as we serve. And you talked a, a moment ago about getting outside the four walls, as they did in in the movie, even because we can stay inside the four walls of the church, inside the four walls of our home. And and what's that going to do in terms of getting the good news, the gospel, out there, sharing the love and the light? of Jesus Christ. They're going to know us by our love, aren't they? Indeed. You know, I think one of the tragedies of our modern Western church is we've become a spectator sport. You know, if you, and it's the old 80-20 rule. You have uh, 
20% of the people doing 80% of the work and, and inside and, and outside the church. And I want to just come back to, and you mentioned Eric just a, a few moments ago, one of the beautiful things that he did, and it really came out in his, his memorial in the testimonies, was his, his children were involved, you know, in his ministry. And, uh, you know, I, I just think it's real important. And I, my guess is, without seeing the movie, but just, you know, l- listening to the trailers and all of that, that young people are really a focus here. And, they are, and, and you know, we, we can't just tell them to go out and be salt and light. We have to model that. We have, you know, a lot more is, is uh, caught than taught, and we really have to model that. And my guess is that's, you know, part of the, part of the theme here. Um, you mentioned that, uh, Doctor, that your, your children thought, wow, you know, this is something that we have to, that we should have uh, other, other kids look at or that, that other people um, need to see. How, how, have, how have you felt uh, in, in, in terms of modeling that and, and giving your children opportunities to go out and, and, and have the, the feel of uh, participating in ministry out in the community versus just entertaining them at church and that sort of thing? Well, I, I think you just hit, hit on it earlier where you said, you know, uh, they catch more than we tell them. Mm-hmm. I think it's just by our actions and our behaviors. Uh, and with this movie, matter of fact, my kids have been involved in running around posters after I've made the contacts, Great. Uh, delivering <laughs> those to the many churches that we have contacted. Um, so, uh, like I said, it, it's they're watching us, and uh, we've got to set that example. And I think mm-hmm. the, the movie's wonderful at, at pulling the children into uh, sharing God's Word mm-hmm. and feeling comfortable. I think Andy touched on that also, that and feeling normal about it. Uh, so we're very excited about that. Children are looking for the truth, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and for authenticity. You know, that's something as, as, as we talk to city reachers across the nation, one of the, the hallmarks of the new generations coming up is they are looking for people to walk their talk. And yeah. uh, I think as Josh McDowell uh, pointed out some time ago, that as most of us in this room are, are part of the baby boomer generation on one end or the other, uh, it used to be that uh, if, we, if we thought something was true, then we knew it would work. And it's the reverse now in, in the minds of, of, of the younger generations coming up. They're looking for stuff that works. And if it works, then they can accept that as, as being true. And so walking our talk... Uh, being very authentic, authenticity is a major, major tenet of the generations coming up. And you think of, of Jesus, and we were talking about this yesterday, Jesus confronting the Pharisees in Matthew 23. You know, his main uh, indictment of them was they were putting all these burdens on the lay people, and yet they weren't doing it. You know, and, and so he, he tells the, the, the people gathered there, Yep, pay attention to them, do what they do because they're your leaders, but don't be like them because they don't practice what they preach. And I think the younger generations today are just watching intently for that kind of authenticity, for us to walk out, you know, what we're teaching, uh, what we're preaching. And, I, you know, churches have DNA, and we've had the privilege of visiting uh, your, <clears throat> your church down in series. And, you know, this is one of, the, one of the congregations that has the DNA of getting out into the community and, and being very comfortable with that. For some, it's almost like a, almost like a, a tug of war. Just, uh, I mean, all three of you are, are, are dads or are gathered here. How about some, some dad wisdom here? Going around the microphones uh, just very quickly, some dad wisdom on how to encourage your kids 
to uh, get outside the four walls of their homes and their churches and and be salt and light in the community. Wow. How come I got pointed well, to the, Because you're a good model for that. Well, let me, let me tell you. The first dentist off, had the most pensive look, so we're going to start with that. <laughs> if, you, if you think, right now, if you, if you think you're doing well with your Christian walk or your listeners and they would like to borrow one of my teenage boys, they are... Uh, they could be pretty good hypocrisy monitors for you because mm. they, like you're saying, they're looking for authenticity. They're also, mm. they're also quick to point out when they see hypocrisy mm. uh, in in believers or in what what they see people saying versus what they're doing. Um, good fatherly wisdom. Hmm. You know, last year I think I mentioned this actually when when I was here last time, and all three of us are involved in it. Actually, we were we were all down in Southern California uh, a month ago for a Do Hard Things conference. Mm. Um, The Do Hard Things tour uh, was started by the um, Harris brothers. um, Alex and Brett. Alex and Brett Harris. Uh, They're encouraging teenagers to um, rebel against low expectations. Mm. So in other words, uh, teenagers are are not expected to do much. You know, show up, maybe show up for youth group. And, And I don't know what the typical Christian kid's doing. Maybe show up for youth group go to church maybe with their folks. And what they're encouraging young people to do is rebel against that low expectation and to do the hard thing. Mm. So, uh, you know, what does that take? Well, the three of us took time off from work, drove down to Orange County, Mm. dragged our kids, dragged their friends uh, for a weekend down in in Orange County to go to this conference. Now, it wasn't just about them. Obviously, there was was some portions of the conference that were targeted towards, towards dads as well. Um, but one of the things I think in that is that you've got to get dirty if you want to, you know, show the kids where people are living in the mud. You can't just point to the mud and say, go there, take the gospel. Here's what you need. Go out and do it. But, you know, you have to, to walk the talk. So yeah. when my kids are looking over my shoulder and uh, these guys as well, and they see what you're doing on Facebook or what you're doing on uh, in with your spare time or what books you're reading or whether you're plopped in front of the television, or what movies you're watching. Mm-hmm. Um, w- at least in my family, I'm constantly trying to bring them and show them where ministry is happening. Uh, and then let's just join that amen. right where it's going. This is just a unique one, um, this this movie itself and this whole this whole feature. Uh, John's kids uh, can drive, so I'm thankful they... Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they drag my kids. They drag my kids with them uh, to do this. But I've seen them. I've seen uh, Johnson do ministry uh, water polo practice. Uh, live out his gospel message right in the middle of a water polo team where he wow. talks to yeah. someone about yeah. taking the name, name of the Lord in vain, Aww. and just boldly say, "Hey, we don't do that." Uh, what about you guys? Anything? I think it's just trying to be proactive. Uh, all three of us homeschool our children, and uh, we have a lot of fun at what we do, but we also end up saying no mm. a bit to, to, to various standards uh, that have been set where when we need to engage sometime in the world, sometime in culture, but we've said no a lot. So we've had to be real intentional about creating yeses yeah. and uh, finding opportunities both internally um, and externally, uh, creating our own family camp. Uh, you know, Fletch's family and my family created 
Camp Kisakutu because we, we did, <laughs> That's we did, almost like the, saying your name, Eric. Well, well that, that name came from Fletch. But, uh, you know, we said, hey, we're probably not going to send our kids away for two weeks to a camp uh, on their own. And uh, But let's, let's give them an opportunity to experience some of that. And going out into the community, whether it's helping at uh, a homeless shelter, um, a food bank, delivering wood for I AVC. Love, you did that too. Uh, I love you know, it. We, we, we take our 15 passenger van, pile all eight of the kids in the van with my wife. We put the trailer behind it, take the wood there. And they all, one at a time, even the little three-year-old carries mm-hmm. one piece of wood to the wood pile in a way to see I can practically, with my hands, with my mouth, help uh, people in the community with need. And I think that's what we've got to be intentional of doing. I think all three of us would, would say we could do a lot more <laughs> that we're not doing. There's a lot more we could be doing. Um, but you got to start somewhere. And for if you've got that voice in your head saying, you know, you're too far down the path, you haven't done a good job up to now, what's the use of starting now? That is that is a bad voice. Mm. That that is a wrong voice to listen to. And you got to start doing something good now. Friends, we're bumping the clock. It's the secrets of Jonathan Sperry, starting October second, here in Modesto at Brendan Theaters. The website Sperry Movie. I hate when we run out of time. Thank you guys for joining us. Hey, thanks for having us. Dear friends, thank you for listening wherever you are. Have a great week, and may God continue to bless your lives.